you can only be your true authentic self. I'm really big on what are you thinking? What's on your mind? What are your thoughts? Everybody's throwing all of their two cents inside of a bucket. And then you're scrambling through trying to find what's relevant to you or what works for you. I just feel like being an individual's true authentic self, your voice, what you have to say is just as if not more important than what others have to say, but you'll never know if you don't throw your cast your net out. You have to test it. I think at some point, everybody still struggles from day to day to try to say something because you might want to talk about the river green, but your target audience is talking about flowers that are on land. So you, you kind of you know struggle sometimes with that, but I feel like a person being just themselves and doing it the way they feel it's right for them. So what if people don't like it? You know, this is what I'm thinking. This is how I perceive, you know, this particular topic that I'm introducing to you. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Leads, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. Today's podcast episode went a little different than it usually does, but I am really excited for you to hear my conversation with Cindy. Cindy shares her insights on creating content that can make you stand out, really aligning with your passions outside of your business, outside of being a parent, outside of being a corporate person, outside of all of that, and making sure that you are filling yourself up instead of continuously pouring out and not having anything left for yourself. I absolutely loved this conversation. And I hope you find it as inspiring and insightful as I did. So please join me in welcoming Cindy to the podcast. Hello, Cindy. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I'm very excited to talk to you. If you could start by telling everyone who you are and what you do and about your podcast. Oh, my goodness. I am Cindy, the Busy Woman's Cheerleader, so I'm called. Um, my podcast is Complete Wellness with Cindy, the Busy Woman's Cheerleader. And we like to explore and give women tools, resources from all walks of life on mind, body, spirit, and finances. Oh, I love that. So when you think like mind, body, spirit, what does that kind of encompass when you're talking about the topics on your show and what kinds of things do you tend to talk about? Well, all things busy woman, we're all busy in our own way. Some people say, oh, well, you know, I don't own a business or, oh, I don't work at, you know, such a stuff. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, a grocery store worker, your babysitter, you work at daycare or you sweep floors. It doesn't matter. You're a woman. And that's what matters. And so basically with that mind, body, spirit, I always tell my clients, you have to thrive 360, mind, body, spirit. And I encompass finances because of my background in accounting. And so basically what happens is when we talk about balance all the time, people don't know what that balance is. Now, preaching to the choir, we're all still learning. So we're learning together. But when you think of what a woman actually needs to be whole, to be fulfilled, it encompasses those four things, mind, body, spirit, and finances. We have to be complete in all of those areas to feel complete as a woman. 
Not to say that your spouse doesn't make you feel complete or your kids or the cypher games or, you know, watching TV or filing your nails. It doesn't matter. These are the things at the core of a woman and me being a little seasoned. Uh, these are things that we need in order to feel whole. All of those areas have to work in succinct and be balanced. Yeah. And it's very interesting because when you think of like balanced, right, a lot of people are like, oh, you need a balanced meal. You need to live a balanced life. You need to be able to balance feeling sexy and being a caring mom and like showing up for everyone and yourself. Like there's so many expectations on us to be this person, <laughs> this all encompassing person. And it can feel really overwhelming, right? So when you talk about these topics, are you talking about them from like having guests on your show or mostly like solo episodes or how do you kind of approach that? Well, I do have a lot of guests and, you know, and I feel honored that people want to be a part of the, the Busy Women's Network and all the chit chat and things. Basically, what happens is a lot of times when people come on, we're talking about what they do, what their business is or what their interests are, some journey, which we all have our stories. I tell people all the time, they say, you're so happy. It's like, oh, no, there's a, a story behind the smile. <laughs> there's a lot of stories behind the smile. So basically, it's, it's kind of I do some solo. Um, I've not done a lot of that lately. We are fairly new. So what is happening is the ladies come on, we'll talk about a subject and we're talking about things that encompass the woman. Now, mind you, I do have male counterparts and male clients, but there are things that any gender can glean from these topics. So we'll go in on that topic. They're giving their take. I'm giving my take. And then we're basically talking about what do you do to get that balance? Because when you listen to a person tell their story or tell what's going on with them, it's like, da -da 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 -da. it's like a drum roll, everything, myself included. However, what do you do to find that balance? What do you do to strike that balance? How do you decompress? And so you're beginning to hear insight from different walks of life, from different women in different realms, different stages as to what they do, the many things they do, how they balance what they do, and then how they have that downtime. And I would say maybe a handful stutter over that because they had not thought about it. They're just on autopilot as we often are. Mm. But for the most part, people have some outlet, even if it's going to the lake and watching the birds and ducks drink water. Yeah, we all need that, right? We all need that one thing that kind of helps us bring back to ourselves and feel aligned in ourselves. I love that so much. Moving on to our topic of today, how did you kind of get into business and into the online space? I'm just, I'm really curious. Oh my goodness. Okay. You ask. So I'm just going to give it an in gist. All right. So you have your professions and you have your passions. And that's what I tell everybody. That's a part of my balance in my boxes. Now, my profession, I've been an accountant for almost 30 years, like an accountant and a business finance coach, which basically means behind the scenes for decades, I've helped businesses, every type of business you could possibly think of, every type of niche, help them to establish their business, to establish their marketing, all the, the bells and whistles from A to Z, in addition to maintaining it um, throughout their course of the year with the accounting, the business taxes, finances, any type of industry information. So this half of my life, I have encompassed a lot of other things. I said I was going to retire from being an accountant. That has not happened. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't happened. So what has happened is with the books and the speaking engagements and the manuals and the trainings 
and still, you know, helping aspiring and current entrepreneurs scale, start, or get their business out of the back room and bring it out to the forefront. I was told I needed to come out of hiding because I'm behind a lot of businesses. And I'm thankful because it gave me an opportunity. For me, I'm not title-driven. I've always worn many hats, but I'm not a title-driven person. I've been a leader for many years, but I'm not a title-driven person. So I'm okay to help you get across that bridge. I'm okay with that. So when I started doing speaking engagements and books and all these things, and it's like, you know, Cindy, we need to see you from what you need. You need to come out from hiding. And I said, not hiding. It's just, I've always worked behind the scenes. And accounting is like your primary next to your attorney, but we are back off. We are front office when we need to be. So long story short, I decided in my, I'll say awakening is to encompass all of the wisdom, the skills, the education, the talents on the record or off the record to help these businesses, to help these ladies, to give them the insight that they need. Because a lot of times people are afraid to ask questions because they don't want to be embarrassed. I have a lot of clients who have been completely banging it up in a brick and mortar for 20, 30 years, but don't have an online presence and don't know how to have an online presence because they don't want to ask and be embarrassed. It's like they'll use their phones and um, they'll post up something and it's about the business, but people aren't really used to seeing them in that area. So it's kind of, you know, the algorithms and everything, it just passes over. So a lot of times they know that there's some things missing, but they don't know how to get those things without skipping a beat in that brick and mortar that they've had for decades. So people can't automatically assume, and I understand because I have, you know, millennials, I raise millennials. So, uh, and, you know, I understand that the thought process is, Oh my God, you know, I mean, you're not going to lie. Oh my God, I just can't imagine. And it's like, <laughs> I told you I got millennials, okay? It's like, I can't imagine. It was like, no. It doesn't mean that that person is lacking in any knowledge or expertise. It's just time changes. Case in point, myself. Let's give you a little history. When I started accounting, I learned and got my degrees. We didn't have the internet with the software. It was green ledger sheets and pencils. You couldn't use whiteout. You couldn't use a pen. That's an audit violation if you were to use a pen, if you were to scratch anything out. So to stay relevant, as one would say, to stay relevant and continue to move, I ended up with some discarded software that they call junk was my treasure. And at home on my leisure, I'm like, you know, okay, I'm learning stuff. I'm like, and I ended up learning like 17 different software packages. So when the world began to move and everything was integrated into the internet, a lot of accountants that started off with me fell off Mm. or had to go back to school to learn the computer. I knew the computer because back then we had like the mainframes. They were ugly. They had the black screen with the neon green writing. Yeah. That's that's what they had. And so, yeah, it it began to tick tock with my eyes (laughs) and everything. But as time passed, I had to make some changes so I could stay employed and so that I can continue my career that I started, though the world changed. And so that's a lot of times what happens with uh, business owners. That's what happens with people who aspire to be business owners. Something changed and they don't know how to adapt. So that's where I come. Help you get up. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's so incredible. When I think of like, 
speaking and getting your message out there and like trying to be big and bold, right? Like I'm also someone who loves cheering my clients on and being behind the scenes and like, hoorah, let's get your voice out there. But why is anybody listening to me? That's crazy. (laughs) You know, like nobody needs to hear my voice, hear my client's voice. And so I totally feel you on that. But like for someone who is like, things are changing, with the you know rise of AI, with the rise of all these new softwares and these new things and implementations, and they're feeling overwhelmed, what would you kind of say to that person? Well, first, they can give me a call, send an email. <laughs> Basically, take one day at a time and take your time. I mean, so what? You know, if it takes you 10 hours and it took the other person 30 minutes, so what? You, know, you have to learn at your own pace. I always tell people not to become complacent. That's like I tell everybody. Never become complacent because a lot of times as you mature or you age or you enter into different stages, you become complacent thinking, oh, well, I'm now ready to die. Oh, I'm, I'm 50 and, you know, I'm getting old. No, we're not getting old. We're getting better. So you take that and you run with it. You, I feel like as long as you're giving breath in the morning and you wake up, that means you're still supposed to be here. And it's still time to make a difference. So what if you screwed up when you were 20 and you were 30 and when you were 18? We all did. But you're still here, which means you still have the opportunity to learn what it is that you found hard to learn last week, last year. You still have the opportunity to chase your dreams, your passions, you know, to fulfill your goals. It's not over because you have kids. I don't care what age it is when you have kids. It's not over because you're married. I don't care how, how long you've been married. You're still breathing because you still have life to live and a purpose to fulfill in this earth. Yeah. And there's so much power, right? With podcasting and I don't you mentioned that yours is newer I don't know if you've seen this yet but like the global impact that a platform like a podcast can have is just so incredible I didn't know (laughs) I honestly didn't know my team is giving me like this these stats that you're giving I mean I just like when they told me to do it are you serious I mean what we're gonna talk about but um I have been pleasantly surprised and it means a lot to a lot of people. A lot of times I think we catch it late, but it means a lot and people are really learning and, and I'm just really thankful and grateful to be a part of that. Yeah. And even like thinking about some of the clients that we work with and some of the things that they've gotten told by their listeners, like, oh, I told my mom to listen to you or, oh, I listened to you and I was going through this situation and I heard you in my head and I was like, so-and-so said to do this. I know I need to do it this way. Like just being able to impact people's lives with positive messages, right? I think is just so, so important and so impactful. So When it comes to like creating content, especially as business owners and as we're inundated with so much on social media and nothing really feels like it's new, right? (laughs) There was a stat that I believe it was Forbes or Business Insider or one of those came out with where they were talking about how thought leaders, when they go in and they're listening to content or they are, you know, these not even thought leaders, but like CEO, executive level people, they're going in, they're listening to this content that has quote unquote thought leadership slapped on it. And it's not new. It's not inspiring. It's not invigorating (laughs) or any of that. And so I think that what we need to do is really think outside the box. And so that's something you talk about. And I'd love you to kind of just run with that. You can only be your true authentic self. I'm really big on what are you thinking? What's on your mind? What are your thoughts? Everybody's throwing all of their two cents inside of a bucket 
and then you're scrambling through trying to find what's relevant to you or what works for you. I just feel like being an individual's true, authentic self, your voice, what you have to say is just as, if not more important than what others have to say. But you'll never know if you don't throw your cast your net out. You have to test it. I think at some point, everybody still struggles from day to day to try to say something because you might want to talk about the river green, but your target audience is talking about flowers that are on land. So you you kind of you know struggle sometimes with that, but I feel like a person being just themselves and doing it the way they feel it's right for them. So what if people don't like it? You know, this is what I'm thinking. This is how I perceive you know, this particular topic that I'm introducing to you. I think more so than reading manuals and, and believe me, I've done a lot of trainings on people talking about the content and talking about how to create it. Your every everything is content. Even your your bloopers is content. It just depends on how you present it. Yeah. I think the power is in the stories. Mm-hmm the things that can connect you with other people, right? So like when you described at the beginning, that woman who is, doesn't matter what her job is, but she is doing a lot and she is busy. Obviously as a woman, I'm like, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, right? So like connecting with people on that personal level in whatever way you can, I think can allow you to share those other parts of yourself that maybe aren't related to your business, quote unquote, right? So as an example, after my mom had passed, I was doing a lot of like paint by numbers just to like get quiet Mm -hmm. to enjoy some space, but not, I don't like painting. Like I'm not like an artist. Give me some structure, you know, give me the numbers and like label the paint (laughs) and I can just sit there for hours and I'll be good. (laughs) And so, and so I shared that as like, this is something I'm doing, you know, in my like Instagram stories or something like that, instead of like in posts, obviously, because you think posts you want, that's where your magazine catalog is, where people can go back and, and listen, right? Read. But in the stories and people were like, oh my gosh, that sounds like so much fun. Like as adults, we don't do a lot of fun things, right? So like doing something fun that is inspiring you to you, that is something that is impactful and helping and supportive. Um, and is beneficial, right? It allowed me to process my grief in a way that was healthy. You know, I'm constantly in my head, but by doing something while I'm in my head, I could feel those feelings without breaking down, you know, on the side of the road if I needed to. Like I was just doing something that was still really soothing, that was really inspiring, came out with this beautiful picture afterwards, like was able to create something. And then also my kids saw me do that. So then of course they wanted to get the pain out and they wanted to do the things, right? So just created more family time. And so I just think when you can bring in the things that have nothing to do with your business that relate you to other people, it is connects us, right? And makes you more memorable. Well, I agree. I remember during COVID, um, a lot of people learned that I repurpose furniture, that I'm a hammer and nail. They think I'm so, you know, if people have in their mind because when you sit behind a desk, is that that's all you do? I work my left and right brain. But that's why I mentioned earlier about my passion and my profession. So my passion is completely different from my profession. I enjoy and I have a nonprofit charity. I've had it for decades now that helps homeless families and children. That is my passion. I don't care all of the corporate frameworks, all the fancy suits, all the meetings, all the 
the, the keynote speeches, I love them. But there's a special part because I've been there. I was mm. one of those homeless coming out of a bad relationship with a child trying to get it together. It's an abusive relationship. I know what it feels like to look normal, but to be hungry, but to sleep in your car and to wash up at the pit pit, quick pit and the truck stop. I know what that feels like until you can get your bearings and calm your mind and come up with a strategy and a plan. I know what that feels like. So out of all the things that I do, that means a lot to me because I know there are some other cities out there that look like they're normal and something's going on and they're afraid to tell somebody. Or you've got kids and you don't want to tell anybody because you don't want them to put the social service people in your life. I get it. So several times a month and, and we've started it, you know, um, for people know, I, I tell them um, I'm in you know Atlanta by default, not my will, but <laughs> I just you know, I ended up here. Well, my family dynamics changed. And so um, I'm here and um, I've been trying to make the best of it, but we started doing our outreach here as well. And so um, now we're doing it, you know, overseas and in Florida, our base and in Atlanta. And my heart is still, it's like, that's a part of me that will more than likely outlive anything else that I do because I'm fulfilled. I feel so happy. I don't get tired when I'm helping people. And so when I'm helping those people, it means the world to me because you're giving them opportunities they normally would not have. So, you know, you've got this box that you deal with for your professional life and then you've got your passions. And so my passion, I'm most fulfilled. I am so like happy. I don't get tired. <laughs> I mean, when it's, it's time to, you know, get the things together for them to plan the events and, and make them feel human, add that human back and treat them with dignity. And give them resources to transition them. You know, we're working on housing now, trying to get some houses and some things to rehab here in this area to be able to help these people um, transition. Because you've got good people all over the world, but they'll get lost in transition when you see that they're down too far to your standards. I love how you talk about the difference between your passions and the things that you do for work. And I think there's this expectation and we're definitely seeing a change in that, but there's this expectation that when you are a corporate woman or when you are a someone who's working a nine to five that you have strived for, that you are there, it's like been your goal and you've done it for so long that that's where you're supposed to be happy. <laughs> right? And that's where you're supposed to get all your fulfillment. And I don't think that's true. I think that we can have things and be a multifaceted person. And like you talk about so beautifully, having that passion, those passions, and then having the purpose, right? Of yes, I'm doing my job. And yes, I'm do accounting. And that's great. But I also do these other things that light me up, that fulfill me. And I feel like when we push so much of ourselves into our business or into our day job that we lose that, right? We lose that excitement. We are tired all the time. We don't find anything that excites us because we lose our passions. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's why you hear balance and it sounds like a cliche, but it's not. It doesn't matter how you find your balance. You just find your balance. You have to work the left part and the creative part of your brain and the technical. Work both sides of your brain. And it's okay if you do it all in one day. I even like doing like those word search puzzles. It challenges my thinking, but it also relaxes me and takes me away from the norm. 
I like period pieces. Those movies where they wore those elegant gowns, like the Bridgertons, and and yeah. and you know, I love that. It takes me away from my daily grind, and so you know, a lot of times people misconstrue the difference of having leisure time and having productive leisure time. You can't muddy the water. Be productive. Even if it's being productive today, I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to rest my brain and be in the moment. It's okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're not on task. You have to give your brain, as with anything else, a chance to quiet and recoup, recover, and then you come back stronger. When you're tired, stop. You know, yes. and that was one of the things that I, I don't miss about when I was in corporate America. Now I have my own accounting firm and I, I do all these things through that. But at that time, I remember those 60, 70 hour weeks and I was so tired. And at the time I was in the DMV. So, you know, you're walking everywhere and you're riding the metros and the trains and all this. And you're dog tired. You're missing your stop because you're tired. And so then you get to a point where, you know, I just want to do just enough where I have a peace of mind. I just want to do just enough where I'm comfortable. I don't have to be, you know, extraordinarily rich. I just, you know, I just want to be comfortable. But then you you slip over into another zone as you're aging. It's like, you know what, all this work I put in, I'm not going to say I don't want to be rich. I want to be wealthy and I want to have things laid up now for me. I want to have things laid up for my grandchildren. So it's, it's not like a selfish act to decompress and step back a moment to get yourself together. How can you serve other people in any frame or capacity if you are depleted, you're running on an empty tank. You can't get anything done or get anywhere when you're on empty. Yes. Two things come to mind when you say that. The first is, I heard someone say this, giving 100% every day looks different. So my 100% today is completely different than my 100% in five days. It's just a completely different thing. I Depending on what happens today or on that day, like my 100% is going to be different. And then the other thing you mentioned about like when you're empty, when you're depleted, you can't do anything. And so often, especially as moms and especially as women, we're told you can't pour out if you don't put in. And one of our clients kind of reframed this. And I love that. She said, don't fill yourself up to simply pour out. Sometimes you just need to fill yourself for yourself. (laughs) And that is okay. And I just, oh, yes. But you know, now with you saying that, it reminds me because I, I had a, a, another interview I was talking earlier, we were talking about the retreat that we've got coming up in October. That's where that steps in. You have to feel yourself for yourself and sometimes leave it there because if you're not growing, you're dying. If you're not fueling yourself, you're depleting yourself and you're dying. You have to pour in and let it marinate. Yes. Because then when you go to pour back out, you're not depleting, you're adding to, you're being of substance, you're pouring in substance because you've had a chance to marinate. Oh, I love that. That's so good. Uh, thank you so much, Cindy. This is what's such an inspirational conversation. Can you let everyone know where they can find you, hang out with you, listen to your podcast, all that fun stuff? It's just me. TheCindyRand.com is where you can find me. Um, all those links are on there. The retreats link. It's on there. The Well Woman's Retreat is coming up. The link to the podcast is on there. Uh, Complete Wellness with Cindy, the Busy Woman's Cheerleader. So I guess if you Google Cindy, the Busy Woman's Cheerleader, you see this stuff come up. If you want to follow me on social media, find the Busy Woman's Cheerleader. That's it. But I look forward to, uh, I guess, intertwining with whoever decides to reach out to me. 
Yeah, sounds great. We'll make sure that we have links for that in the show notes. So if anyone is driving while listening or doing other stuff, go ahead and <laughs> check those show notes on your podcast player as well as on the website. We'll have those links as well. Thank you again so much, Cindy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.lotti. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.